0: Hello and welcome back to the Velocity Network podcast. My guest today is Dominic Barron, co-founder and CEO of Walt ID. Walt ID is building an open source identity NFT and wallet infrastructure for developers. And they've recently become a member of the Velocity Network. Dominic, as with all the guests on this series, will be joining me at the General Assembly in New York City on the 19th and 20th of June. So if you enjoy listening to the show today, don't miss the chance to register for your ticket via the link in the show notes. So let's get into my conversation with Dominic Perrin. Dominic, great pleasure to speak to you today. Uh, let's start with a really broad question. I'm really interested in what problems you see that verifiable credentials can help solve.
1: Hey, yeah, uh, great, great to be here, and thanks for the invite. I mean, it's it's, it's a very uh, broad question, right? What problems do verifiable credentials solve? Uh, as you know, the internet has been built without an identity layer, and so we can encounter all kinds of identity-related problems through our journeys in the digital world. Uh, and in that sense, verifiable credentials can be thought of as, you know, a way to digitize identity information in a way that's easily verifiable uh, and also private. And so, in that sense, uh, verifiable, can, verifiable credentials solve many different problems. Uh, You can think about customer onboarding and banking, which is a use case that comes up a lot and has a relatively high value and cumbersome user experiences today. But you can also think about education-related use cases like student IDs, diplomas, or student mobility. You can think about employment with employment badges, employment IDs, HR badges, credentials, and the list goes on. Really, anything from the public sector uh, over banking, financial services, uh, gambling, e-commerce, uh, there's there's really no limit to the number of use cases where verifiable credentials can have significant improvements in terms of user experience, cost and trust.
0: Mm. Apart from the complexity which arises just because there are so many use cases, so many different industries which this could potentially uh, help, I'm intrigued with how you've ended up in this space. What made you think, well, actually, you know, I want to be looking at solving this issue. I want to look at how technology can help facilitate change in these areas.
1: Yeah, for sure, sure. So I, I got into the whole decentralized identity space five years ago when verifiable credentials were still very early in the standardization process and everybody was building their own custom solutions top to bottom from dit methods to their own protocols and credential implementations. So we've come a, come a long way since then. But what we've realized, my co-founder and I, two years ago is that, well, there's brilliant people working on this. Everybody was working on it. Building closed source software and, you know, in, in a way, building walled gardens all over again. And so, with Walt ID, uh, we just wanted to make it as easy as possible for developers and organizations to uh, issue verifiable credentials, to offer wallets to their stakeholders, or to verify verifiable credentials from any source, uh, right? In a way that the solution works not only within Europe. And the emerging identity ecosystem there built on the idas 2 regulation or EBSI, but also across uh, private networks like the velocity network for example which is pushing the boundaries of what's possible in the employment space and on the other hand you know also being able to work with ecosystems and, and all kinds of jurisdictions all over the world because at the end of the day if you are an organization With a global client base, and you know, every almost every company will sooner or later uh, be that. Then you would just have to be able to interact with all kinds of um, ecosystems very freely in a very interoperable way. And building open source software is probably the best way of, of achieving that.
0: Sure, and you've clearly, from what you've said, got a really good perspective on the market as a whole and innovation going on in these different areas. It focused on velocity. What is it you see? that Velocity are addressing within the solution and the community and the movement that's happening around verifiable career credentials. What is it specifically that's made you
1: join as a member? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, if you look at what's happening around the globe, what, what you're seeing is identity, what we call identity ecosystems being formed. And this is a result of this large transition that's happening right now, where data is really moving from hundreds of hundreds of different apps where it's siloed and disconnected and can no longer be used into wallets with which people can seamlessly share their credentials with all kinds of applications, right? But to make that happen, you need an ecosystem. You need a shared set of rules. And so what I find interesting about Velocity Network is that they specialized early on on an industry in which verifiable credentials have been very well received, which is uh, the employment space, but also you know adjacent fields like education. And so in this sense, I feel like the Velocity Network has already built a very strong uh, network of organizations that are really driving the whole industry. Uh, and so I feel like the Velocity Network is very well positioned to enabling uh, for enabling verifiable credentials in employment. Uh, I don't think it will be the only network uh, or, the only identity ecosystem that will enable credentials in that space. Before I mentioned, for example, EBSI, the European blockchain service infrastructure in Europe, there's also uh, different identity ecosystems in Latin America, for example, where education and employment credentials are being created. Uh, but it will, it's definitely very well positioned to become, let's say, the global industry leading identity ecosystem for the employment space. And that's why we partnered with Velocity because we want to make Uh, this, this, this ecosystem available to all our developers, to all developers using our solutions, as well as all the organizations that we're working with. And clearly,
0: we can see from what you've mentioned there, there's huge benefits to various different industries and different types of organization. I mean, of course, the end result of this has to be that it creates positive change and opportunities for individuals as well. What's your take on that? Because, of course, you're going to see that firsthand, aren't you? You're building a community of developers who are building solutions, which ultimately are unlocking these new opportunities for people. What do you see
1: as the future? What are you most excited about? I'm I'm super excited about seeing different applications being built in different industries. But because what you're seeing at the end of the day is, you know, banks starting to to issue financial information here, and then public sector organizations starting to issue things like digital passports, and then you've got employers issuing credentials about salaries and stuff, and all of this coming together and enabling completely new use cases, right? Uh, So at the end of the day, it's the more... It's all about the digitization of, of identity data and making it available to individuals in their wallets because the more different data sets I have at my disposal, the more types of transactions and interactions I can enable in a digital world. Uh, as we're moving from, uh, let's say, from a world that is dominated by a couple of centralized players to a world that's less and less dominated by them and more and more, let's say, equal for every participant uh, with new applications and new types of business models emerging. And so I'm really, really curious about seeing how the digitization of identity data across industries will affect today's uh, businesses and give rise to new ones over the next couple of years.
0: Well, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in New York in a few weeks' time as well. Um, I think you're going to yeah. be joining us there So, um, look, thanks for your time today, and uh, we'll speak again in New York City. Yeah, looking forward
1: to it. Have a good one.
0: And that was my conversation with Dominic. Thanks very much for him for joining me today. As I said at the beginning of the show, if you'd like to register for your ticket for the General Assembly in New York City on the 19th and 20th of June, make sure to visit the link in the show notes. Got another great guest next week. I'll see you here again then.